Shalom and welcome to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. This is Meditation and Mindfulness with Rabbi Adam Klickfeld. Our meditation today is going to be focused right in that spot in between the end of Parshat Vayera last week and the beginning of Parshat Chayi Sarah. There is, hold on, let me just turn off my notifications. There is um, a wonderful set of Midrashim that asked the question, why at the very ending of Parshat Vayera, when uh, at the end of the Binding of Isaac narrative, we have a small genealogy of people who are born. One of the people who we see born amongst names that we'll never really see ever again in the Torah is Rivka. We heard that Rivka, Rebecca, is born. If we're reading these texts for the first time, just you do some magical thinking, we would have no idea why Rivka's name were any more significant than the other person's name. right? We obviously know the story, so we know she's going to become significant. But she's not noted in this genealogy as significant. It's just noted that she's born. And then Vayera turns into Chaye Sarah. Sarah dies at the beginning of Parshat Chaye Sarah. And many commentators note that what, what is going on here in the Torah, the Torah kind of wants to reassure us that whereas we might be forlorn when Atzadeket, when a righteous woman such as Sarah, when a matriarch passes away, that there'll be no one there to take her place. We are pre-informed of the birth of Rivka, Rebecca, to suggest that there's always someone coming next and that the world is never without righteousness, even when it seems dark. The world is never without light, even when it seems dark. When there's loss and grief, there's also birth and newness. And it's sometimes really hard to remember that. When someone that we know or love dies, when an idea dies, when a system breaks down, there's something else happening, even if it's beyond our ken, where something or someone is being born. And sometimes, to very, very quickly paraphrase a rabbinic text at the end of Masechet Sota, the thing that is being born is within us. And it's for us to say that we are, I am the one who can fill up the void that is created by the loss of or the death of. This is on my mind as I think about the loss and the death of Chief Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, who can never be replaced. I mean, no one can ever be replaced, but some people in an Orwellian way cannot be replaced even more than others. And it would be, Ridiculous to assume that any one of us could imagine filling his shoes. And yet, the fact that he has died does not mean that Torah has died, or that love has died, or that wisdom has died. And there's someone out there, and maybe a piece of that someone is within us, who will step forward and who will be born into this moment to give a different offering to the world than he gave throughout his extraordinary career, but something that can contribute positivity to our society. So uh, that's the wordy part of this. And now we go into a meditation part. And I encourage you, if you haven't yet already, to get into a comfortable chair or a couch. I'm about to close my eyes and I invite you to do so as well. Let that wonderful feeling overcome you. Spreading out from your heart, radiating out and over and coating your body and your sense of reality with comfort and with ease, with a wonderful heaviness that lives simultaneously with a wonderful wonderful airiness. 
And wherever you are, whether you're indoors in a mostly quiet house or like I am outdoors, exposed to the world, you will hear sounds. We always do. Unless we're in an airtight room, there's always something to listen to. We're so used to it that if we were ever in a place where there really is nothing to listen to, that can be an overwhelmingly loud silence. Whatever you hear, you can nod to it gently with your mind and then lovingly push it away. The wish of a car driving by if you're outdoors, the chirp of a bird, someone in your house opening or closing a door, a voice, the hum of a refrigerator. We don't have to eradicate them for us to get into a meditative place. We can just shunt them to the periphery. They are not primary to this moment. They are ancillary. What's primary to this moment is ourselves. We are fully contained in the container of our body and the absolute and limitless fullness of our mind. And if you haven't yet already, come to breath. Breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. No need to change your breath, certainly not yet. Just be aware of it. Be focused on it. Be grateful for it. Enjoy it. Revel in breathing. And if you ever stray from where you think you ought to be in this meditation, even though there's very little ought in a meditation, come back to your breathing and breathe into a soulful depth. Breathe into a serenity. And I want to allow our minds to hover over this fulcrum, this spot in the seesaw, where on the one hand, someone or something is gone. A loss, an absence, an actual death, the end of something. a finale, dead ends with nothing beyond it. Don't edit or filter yourself. Just allow whatever images or thoughts that race into your mind through that opening come in. It can be people, events or eras, systems or institutions. Things that come to an end. Lives that come to an end. Experiences that are over. Ideas that have died.
Allow your mind to think about any of the emotions that you have attached to those ends. There's sadness. Is there a fear? Does it feel bleak? Does it feel inevitable but normal? Is there worry about what's next? How you will go on? Or what will replace what is gone? And as you're lingering in that moment, allow your mind to focus on the other side, which might be obscured or hidden and unprovable, but simultaneous to these endings and dyings and finitude are openings and beginnings and births and chidush nunis at the precipice of every death of a Sarah there's a birth of a Rivka and let that birth of a Rivka enter into your mind taking on any shape or feeling that happens to come to you How does it feel to linger to know that Rebecca, as it were, is being born? But the death of Sarah is not the death of everything. And perhaps, what role do you play? What is the Rifka? in you that steps forward and contributes a novelty needed life and light when we are faced with darkness and death and let's breathe into those feelings and thoughts for a few extended minutes of quiet
close this closing blessing. I'll put up onto the screen. Say it three times. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering and the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the cause of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. And may we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. You have been listening to another in our series of podcasts from Temple Beth Am, a dynamic center for conservative Judaism in Los Angeles. If you enjoy these podcasts, we invite you to write a review on the Apple Podcast site or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Temple Beth Am Los Angeles, go to tbala.org.